Welcome, this is episode 2 of the Ryan Griffin Show with Ryan Griffin, and I am, of course, again, your host, Ryan Griffin, who, that's a good question. What we're going to talk about today is the resurgence, the reincarnation, the resurrection of one Ben Simmons. It might be very premature. I got to get on it prematurely, though, because I've always been a Ben Simmons guy. I was a fan of the Nets' big three that they put together, and I thought they could win a title with all the talent that they have. Now, the Nets have been a fucking disaster, and that's not Ben Simmons' fault, though. I uh, guess it's, it's partly Ben Simmons' fault. But the Nets have way bigger problems than Ben Simmons. However, Simmons has been playing way better lately, and we're going to take this three-game sample size, um, just do this little, I guess, quick hitter what episode, again, whatever you guys want to call these, be my guest. But in the last three games, Ben Simmons, uh, let's go through the stat lines, real, stat lines real quick. His last game, he had 22 points, 8 boards, 5 assists. The game before that, 15 points, 13 boards, 7 assists. The game before that, 11 points, 5 boards, and 3 assists. Now, that last one, I'll give you, it sounds like a Killian Hay stat line and probably not something to be excited about, but he's shooting at a higher clip. You know, first game, 85% field goal percentage. Second game, 100. Third game, uh, he was at 71% from the field. Now, again, exciting to me because I am a Ben Simmons fan, and Ben Simmons has obviously been somebody who has been talked about and joked about, memed about, for good reason, you know, he didn't want to play, and he passed up the shot against Trey Young, the dunk really, uh, against Trey Young. Joel Embiid is in the postgame sending shots at him. He gets traded to Brooklyn, and it seems like everybody in Brooklyn thinks, hey, we're going to get Ben Simmons back in the next couple of games. He just didn't want to play in Philadelphia because he was done with Philly, he was done with Doc, he was done with Joel Embiid, whatever. Ben Simmons ends up playing basically not at all uh, in Brooklyn, and then he makes his you know his his debut this year, and he's trash, right? Like Ben Simmons sucks. He's not getting any points. <laughs> he's missing all the shots, and it's really frustrating because he's a guy. Uh, so, I mean, super cocky too in interviews talking about. I don't know why people hate me. I'm a great player. Come on, man. I'm Ben Simmons. A little bit reminiscent of the Kevin Durant. Uh, post-game press conference that he gave was it a was a post-game whatever but the press conference where he gave where he basically said hey you know who i am i'm kevin durant and ben simmons had that type of vibe without kevin durant talent or kevin durant accolades so rubbing a lot of people the wrong way and i can understand why but with ben simmons playing better now we simply ask is ben simmons back is he back to being that all nba level player really i mean he can be an all nba guard certainly and he's an all nba defender one of the best defenders in the entire league and he's doing this of course you know kyrie ha- hasn't been playing uh because he's just he's just doing kyrie stuff but kyrie's going to come back into the fold and Kevin Durant is, of course, there in Brooklyn, too. So now we're going to get to see these three really merge and see what type of, you know, what type of time they're on. Is this a team that people like myself thought could make some noise in the East? Because these three pieces should fit well together, you know, hypothetically on paper, right? You have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving amazing, amazing scores. Kevin Durant can do a lot with the ball. Kyrie Irving can certainly do a lot with the ball. Both can create their own shot. And then you have Ben Simmons, a guy who is very comfortable not shooting the ball and facilitating. 
but still a guy who can crash the boards, um, a guy who's still an effective driver, you know, when he wants to be, and I guess when he has the confidence to be, and then a guy who can lock up on the defensive end as well. So you have that third option who doesn't need to be a scorer, but, you know, he's had his fair share of scoring games. And like I said, he just had 22 points in the last game that they played. It was three years now. He uh, he put forty on on top of Rudy Gobert's head. So the capability is there with Ben Simmons. Obviously, everybody knows that he can't shoot, but he can do other things for you on offense. And if this play continues, I think it gives the Nets a just a different dynamic moving forward. And the Nets are a team that have struggled. I don't know what their record is. I will look that up right now, but. They've they've been bad. Um, yeah, eight and nine is currently their tenth in the East, but early in the season, everybody's separated by you know five games basically from from one to you know one to nine, uh, one through ten, whatever it is. And with Ben Simmons, like I said, man, I, I always thought he was a good player. I think uh, I think he is back. Do I think he's back to? You know, was he 18 points a game, maybe, and, and what he was giving Philadelphia? I don't know that we will ever see that Ben Simmons again. But I think Ben Simmons, r- realistically, he's he's not he's not going to do this. But Ben Simmons is always somebody that I thought could average a triple double. It was not going to be a 30 point triple double like Russell Westbrook was giving you. But if Ben Simmons gave me, you know, 15. 10 and, and 10 every night that wouldn't necessarily shock me but he was a guy who yeah when he was in Philadelphia the most he ever gave you was you know just a tick under 17 points a game again I don't think he'll get there this year They're really bad overall uh, you know eight points a game giving you basically six assists and, and seven rebounds but if Ben Simmons can play with the confidence like he's played with, you know, with Kyrie Irving out, and maybe some of that has, you know, to do with it, the fact that he was relied on to be more of a ball handler with Kyrie on the bench. But if Ben Simmons can just find his role, man, and if he can, if he can really just find his confidence back, then I think Ben Simmons will be a good asset, and he'll probably be some somebody. That the jokes will still fly because people still make jokes about you know everybody you know LeBron's getting joked on um, now and LeBron's is going to be you know thirty times the player that Ben Simmons is ever going to be, but if Ben Simmons wants to stop being the butt of the joke and try to try to salvage I guess what he can of his NBA career, now it seems like is the time that he needs to make that adjustment. But playing really well again over the last three games. Um, shooting a really high percentage, rebounding, getting the ball out to his teammates, and hopefully when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, um, you know, are kind of fully acclimated and they're all just playing together for, you know, 10, 15, 20 games at a time, which is something that we haven't seen from the Brooklyn Nets before, you know, hopefully Ben Simmons is able to acclimate himself and then we get another contender in the East because the East should just be loaded Anyway, and it'd be fun. You know, the Nets are a fun idea right now. When you look at some of the other best teams, I guess Philly is probably a fun idea too because they haven't been very good either. But you look at a team like Milwaukee. You know, you look at a team like Boston who's running through people, uh, you know, now. And all these other teams that we expect to be pretty good, right? You got the Miami Heat. You are going to have, I mean, who else do we have in in the East here? Um I'm blanking. Why can't I think there's like nine good teams 
in the East. Why Why can I not think of them? Um, you know, I don't think Toronto's going to be anything. The uh, Cavs are third in the East. Again, the Cavs should be pretty good. And we just have another team where they look better on, again, they look better on paper, right? You were looking at the Nets, and it was like, hey, if they can get it together, then they can challenge some of these top teams. Again, Philly, well, we thought Philly was going to be there. Philly's not there. They're kind of in the same boat that the Nets are. But the Bucks, the Celtics, and maybe whoever else you thought was going to be there, right? You probably thought the Heat were going to be there. The Heat aren't any good right now either, but I would expect that to kind of fix itself over the course of, of the year. And if Ben Simmons can get his act together and if Kyrie can stay healthy and, you know, just, just kind of keep his mouth shut and stop getting suspended, um, but Kevin Durant's playing at the MVP level that he is, then I really do think that the Nets can insert themselves in the name as some of the top Eastern t- Conference contenders. Now, right now, it really looks like there's probably only two. You know, I think some other teams, again, that we already mentioned are going to get it together, but you're looking at Milwaukee, you're looking at the Celtics right now, who are clearly the two best teams in the East, and if you are Brooklyn, I mean, you should have every right to kind of think that you can go toe-to-toe with either of these teams. I know the Celtics swept them last year, but again, you know, that's a team that's playing not with Ben Simmons in, uh, in the playoffs. And then two years ago, you know, Kevin Durant damn near took down the Milwaukee Bucks who went on to win the title. He damn near took them down single-handedly. So if you're the Nets, I think you should have some confidence, honestly, going up against either the Bucks or the Celtics. But, again, thats I mean, I know that's super projecting out in thinking that the net everything has to go right for the nets basically for that to happen and then we're just also assuming nothing goes right for the heat or nothing goes right for the sixers um and those teams kind of stay where they're at down but if the east is going to be this wide open and if there's going to be kind of like the top two dog then the Nets should definitely seize the opportunity because if anybody gets hurt on Milwaukee, you know, if Chris Middleton goes out again, or if the if the Celtics get hurt, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, or whoever, um, if somebody from from their team goes down, then it just opens the door really wide open for anybody else in the team East, whether it's the Cavs, you know, the Pacers are four right now. I certainly don't expect that to stick. Um, but it opens the door for a team like Brooklyn, who should be more talented, really, than any of these teams, even if all that talent isn't, you know, hasn't played together at all. If they start to play together and if they get in a good groove, then I think with even just the shit show that the Nets have been, you know, trying to hire Udoka, and then it seems like they got bullied out of hiring Udoka because, uh, you know, maybe they checked all the reaction on, on Twitter or whatever. And they backed out of it and ended up just grabbing Jaguan instead. With all of that happening with the Nets, um, I'm still a believer. Call me stupid. Call me crazy. I get my clown makeup on next week if the Nets come out here and lose four games. And, you know, now Kyrie Irving is sitting for whatever personal reasons he's going to end up sitting for. Um, Then I just look very stupid. But right now... With the way Ben Simmons is playing, and kind of with how bad the top of the East has been, besides the the Bucks and the Celtics, I, I see a path for the Nets, man. And that is that's it. That's, that's where I think we'll stop this video. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Are you drinking some of this 
Oh, black and white Kool-Aid. That, I mean, both of that sounds gross. Um, are, you, are you drinking some of this Nets juice, which even sounds worse? Or are you buying the Nets is probably just what I should have said. Are you buying the Nets or are you selling them? And do you still think that the, uh, the clown show that the Nets are is just going to continue? And then the circus is going to lead them maybe even, you know, even out of the play in, honestly. But that's all we have. Again, this is the Ryan Griffin Show with Ryan Griffin. Thank you guys so much. Check out uh, our Twitter page at uh, RG Show. is probably what I'm going to make. I haven't even made it yet. Um, we'll figure it out, right? We'll figure it out. We'll post the socials. We'll certainly be checking this on YouTube. And that's what we have. Thank